about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Hello and welcome to this week's program. My name is Art Cardos and every week we get together to talk more and more about becoming a part of being all in with the Lord. What does it mean to be all in with the Lord? What does it mean to want to be all in with the Lord? For me, it means understanding all of the kingdom that he talked about, understanding the kingdom of God, how it operates, and, and what God has made for you and I, what he's given us to as part of the plan, what he's given us to utilize as part of the plan. So when we talk about being all in with the Lord, for me, it's like, let's understand the height, depth, width, and breadth of who God is or who he wants us to believe he is, because that's all we'll ever know anyway, and why he is here to help us. And is he here to help us? Is he here to show you a better way? Is he here to help you overcome? Or is he here as that God that some people think he is, where every time you do something wrong, he's going to smack you over the head with, with your sin? And that's not the God that I know. So today we're talking about being all in. And today's topic has a lot to do with religion and religious and religion versus uh, the kingdom. What's the difference between being a very religious person and operating in the kingdom of God? That's what I'd like to address. Because today, you know, people are confused over a lot of different issues. I hear a lot of people saying things about God and about the way things work that are absolutely just not scriptural. So if they're not scriptural, or if they're not coming from the Bible, the book, where are they coming from? And, and so at that point, you have to ask yourself, who makes this stuff up and teaches it to another generation and another generation? And that's where we come to with being all in. We want to be all in with the Lord, with his word, with his um, whatever it is he wants for us and the way he wants it to be. I, for one, believe absolutely inequivocably that the Bible, the holy word of God, was and is, every, every word was and is absolutely written perfectly by the guidance of the Holy Spirit for the betterment of mankind and that is who uh, we are as 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 believers we believe the word but so is the word accurate is it true and was and if it if it isn't true then why would somebody go to all the extreme to to go to a cross be crucified to verify every part of the scriptures prior to that. It's too amazing, too unrealistic to believe that it's not true. So I believe completely 
that not only is the Bible absolutely the manufacturer's handbook, in other words, we are manu the, the great manufacturer, the great creator, God himself, who made you and I, I believe that is the manufacturer's handbook on how to operate in this, quote, kingdom that God tells us about. Now, I'm going to take it a step further. I believe, absolutely, that the, all 66 books of the Bible, probably even the ones they left out of the Bible, uh, but all of them point to and absolutely are a user-friendly manual on how to operate all the quantum, sophisticated, scientific laws that are in this earth. Quantum physics, quantum biology, quantum mechanics, quantum, the subatomic, subatomic, subatomic structure, the way God created it for the benefit of mankind. I know, I know there are a lot of people out there that believe we can destroy this planet. And there are things people do that, quite honestly, are not good for the planet or the atmosphere or whatever. However, God, the God who created it all, the author of it, created something that you can't destroy. And it's not made so that you should worship the earth. It's made for you. God made the earth and all the laws in it for you and I to operate. But do you even understand that? The minute we, as Christians, hear from people about quantum physics or quantum or energy or the law of attraction or vibrating frequencies, all of a sudden the Christians run for cover because they don't know how to address it. And therefore their kids know more about it than they do. And then you wonder why the kids don't want to follow your religious tradition. Why they don't just fall in line, step right in line, and do the same thing you did because it was the right thing to do. Yes, it was the right thing to do for you. And that time, that might have been all there was. But today, with Google and around the world connections with people, everybody's opinion, everybody's thoughts, everybody's uh, lies or truths are being presented to your kids all over the world. So it's time for us as the older generation to understand what the heck they have to deal with. And they're dealing with truths from every level. Now, if, if it's a truth, it's a truth, it's a truth. However, it's all rooted in the Word of God. And if you can't get it from the Word of God, then you probably are on to a very good whopping lie. So, let's talk today about religion versus the kingdom of God. Because religion can just uh, water it down, slow it down, cause it not to operate properly, cause you to live in fear, cause you to live in in uh, a place that God never intended you to live in. God gave you and I the opportunity to take over this planet, to have dominion 
over the planet, over the birds, over the fish, over the air. <coughs> the air, <coughs> the air means the weather. The air means uh, any kind of contamination in the air. You have the authority to do that. Are you doing it? Do you pray over it? Do you pray over government? Do you pray over the different aspects that contaminate the thinking that your kids and our kids are addressed with every day? Are you doing anything about it from a realistic kingdom perspective? So let's start out. Uh, I'm going to read to you from Revelation 11.15, um, the seventh trumpet. The seventh angel sounded his trumpet. Now, that sounds pretty pronounced and very definite, if you ask me. And there was a loud voice in heaven which said, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Messiah and he will reign forever and ever. So, a seventh trumpet is going to be heard. There is a time coming extremely soon. I cannot impress how soon. When the body of Christ, the part of the, the Christ that is we consider his body, all of us, we are the body of Christ, will take over this planet and we're supposed to because it's written right here in Revelation 11:15 <clears throat> the trumpet the seventh trumpet will sound and the voice loud voice in heaven which said the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our lord and his messiah and he will reign forever and ever now, ladies and gentlemen, that can only happen when he reigns in you first and you and I proclaim it in the earth. Do you know that if all the Christians on the earth really believed what they were saying, what they're repeating religiously every day, whether you go to church or not, you're, you, people get into a habit of a mantra of just repeating religious thoughts. If you really believed it, we as a body would take over this planet in 24 hours. I'm convinced of it. But the problem with believers is they're not really believers. They're repeaters. And you can repeat all day long, but if you don't believe what you're repeating, it's not going to get you anywhere. The kingdom of God is at hand. We, all of us, have been given a huge, a huge opportunity to declare the power of God on this planet. And we are called into action right now. You look around the world, I don't even have to mention anything, because no matter when you watch this, it'll be the same until the seventh trumpet. Things are out of control. <clears throat> wars, rumors of wars. Famine, all types of plagues, diseases, things that are enough to make the average person walk around in fear with a mask, hiding under anything, hide under a rock, hide under a mask, hide under things, just hide. 
That's what happens when you have fear. You run away from things instead of running to the Lord, who is your strength, your high tower, your, your protector. And we're going to talk about how to activate that, to get that faith working in your life. So, in, when we talk about the Messiah, and we talk about His coming, that is going to happen. <clears throat> but the body of Christ is going through a process, and I believe it's right now. I believe we're in a revival. A revival that will lead to a total restoration of this earth. And that will cause the seventh trumpet to go. But right now is the moment. Right now, if you're hearing this, if you're in the sound of my voice, it's time for you to stop putting off what you know you need to do. And you need to know the Lord more every day. You need to come closer to Jesus every day. <clears throat> Here in 1 John 5.19, we know that we are children of God, and the whole world is under the control of the evil one. Well, that's easy to understand. Look around. If the <clears throat> whole world is under the control of the evil one, let's talk about that for a second, and let's look at what he's controlling. They now call them the seven mountains that have been identified as the, um, the areas that are controlled by us by by lucifer really it, it's the world and so let's talk about a few of those mountains okay mountain of religion well if somebody gets in charge of the mountain of religion and continues to water down the the word of god then what's going to happen most definitely is people won't really believe what's going on uh, they will kind of just water it down and not believe they can believe for things. So the mountain of religion is important. Don't become religious. Become worthy through the blood of the Lamb. Become alive in Christ. Family. Right now, family is being attacked every single place you look. Family, kids are so messed up because they don't even know what gender they are. They have to wake up and see, how do I feel today? That is the mountain of family, and it's under huge attack. It's under attack. Education, well, that's where a lot of it's coming from. They are screwing up education by trying to teach your child from cradle to death, cradle to graduation, whatever, <clears throat> everything about who they want your child to believe. Just turn your child over to us, and we'll... Get, send them back to you after we indoctrinate them with the fact that there is no God, there is no such thing as faith, and if your family's acting like that, you better turn them in because they're definitely not supposed to be doing that. Government. We've got to be praying and taking over this government. We have, it's all been placed under our feet, but the world is under the dominion of the evil one. And you can see that in all these areas, these mountains that he controls, those, these areas, the more they control it, the more your life gets messed up. So you got government, media. Well, you know, when's the last time you heard a media person come on the air and literally tell you the truth instead of their opinion? So media being controlled. Arts and entertainment, another big one. 
and business. So, when we talk about these mountains, and we talk about the fact that God has given us this scripture in 1 John 5.19, we know that we are children of God, and that the whole world is under control of the evil one. Yet you go back to Genesis, and he says, take dominion over the earth. Who? You. Take dominion over the earth. That's why we're here today to talk about how to be restored and take dominion back. Take it back. You say, well, that Adam lost it, Art. He sinned. Yeah, he did. And Jesus got it back. Jesus came into this earth to get it back, hand it to you and I, and to give you and I a personal relationship with the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Now listen, you can't believe there's a God without hitting your knees and realizing, thank you that you created all this. I, we can't even comprehend it, <clears throat> but we want to thank you and worship you. And he turns around and says, yes, now go in my name and take dominion over the earth, over those seven mountains. Go take dominion. What are you waiting for? That's what God's saying to you. And you might be saying in a religious mode to God, Oh God, we're just waiting on you. We're waiting for you to show us the right thing to do. We're, we're waiting for you. We're just waiting for you. Oh really? What are you going to do when you get to heaven, which you probably will because you're calling on the name of the Lord, and find out he was waiting on you? He said, will you do something? The person who the talent was given to, the one guy goes and buries it because he's afraid he's going to lose it. God has given you talent. Multiply the talent. Make it into something. Now is not the time to, to run away. Now is not the time to hide. Now is not the time, absolutely not the time to retire. Oh, but I've got everything I want now. Man, I've got my government check. I've got my, my retirement money. I've got it all. Cut me a break. Are you a Christian? Take dominion over the earth. I'm not saying to not take to get rid of the money, but I'm saying use that money and the opportunity that you don't have to work for someone to get out and do something. Because if you don't do anything, you're the guy burying the money into the ground, burying the town. Well, I'm taken care of. I'm just well taken care of. You hear yourself? Do you really hear yourself? You need to wake up, and so do I, all of us. We have been called for this day and this moment to go out into the earth and to do a work, to do the work of, of Jesus the Christ. Yes, he said, go love one another. But he said, bring the kingdom into all the earth. Preach the gospel. Our job is to preach the gospel. But you know what? You need to understand what you're preaching also. What are you preaching? What are you teaching? You need to know what it says. God says right here, the seventh trumpet's going to come. We're going to take over this planet. You might as well get, I don't care what it looks like out there, we are taking over the planet. And then the trumpet will sound. Then it will sound. And the Lord will say, the kingdom of our Lord and his Messiah, he will reign forever. It's now under his feet. That's what we're supposed to do. Put it under his feet. Okay. 
So, um, now here in Revelation 12, 9. Okay? The great dragon was hurled down. The ancient serpent called the devil, or Satan, who leads the whole army, the whole world astray. He leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth with his angels with him. He was hurled. He was hurled. Do you think if God wanted to hurl him down, cast him down, he could have done it on his own without you? Yes. God could have done it anytime. But he chose not to. Because then everybody would be afraid of God because they would say we have to live in fear because if you cross God, then he will cast you down and you'll be destroyed. So you live, the whole universe, everything would be in the state of fear of God. No, he doesn't want it that way. He sent Jesus and sent him here for us so that we, we, the body of Christ, could then walk in love of Christ, but teach the gospel and learn the word, and we are the ones to cast him down. When you reject his thinking every day, you cast him down. You hurl him down. The only power he has is if he can get you to believe something strong enough that you make it happen. He can't make anything happen. You are the one. We are the ones that God gave the power to. The power to create. We're made in his image and likeness. Lucifer is not. He wants you. It's like the old poster with Uncle Sam. We want you. Listen, he wants you to believe the worst. He wants you to be fearful. He wants you to believe nothing good is going to happen. And then he gets his power. If you cast him down, you cast his thoughts down, you cast imaginations down, then you are casting Satan down. And the day is coming where the whole body of Christ rising up on this earth, on this earth, while, you, while people are still here, then Jesus will come and he will take be the Messiah. But first, the, the people following him I have a job to do, <clears throat> and that is to use the kingdom rules, use the kingdom principles, and let's take this planet back for God. Let's take this planet back. You know, you love to watch the movies where the hero always wins. You are the hero, and you're in the middle of the biggest movie ever produced. It's a live event that's being witnessed all over the universe. Where are you in that picture? I'm telling you, this is the day. This is the day. This is the hour. Look around. Look around. You know it is. However, the body of Christ, the body of Christ needs to wake up, stand up, and be counted for. There will be no evil when you have something to say about it. When every Christian stands up and starts coming against it, and maybe you only have a little piece to play. Maybe you're just supposed to talk to your little committee or your little school board or your little whatever. It could be just a small group. It doesn't matter. Every single person who's a believer 
plays a role in God taking over this planet. The Messiah is about to come. The seventh trumpet is about to be heard. Are you ready for the seventh trumpet? Am I ready? I'm trying to get ready. You know, we're all working on it, right? So now is the time. This is the day for us to do that. So here in um, Job 6.24, Teach me, and I will be quiet. Show me where I have been wrong. Boy, that's a great prayer. And why does Job say he'll be quiet? Because he knows the power of life and death is in his tongue. He knows he messed up. He knows he brought it on himself. And now he's saying, Shh, teach me, and I'll be quiet. If you have nothing good to say, if you have nothing for the Lord to say, if you aren't quoting his word, then you know what? Be quiet, because your words will be stout against God. Your words, your words are taking over this planet, whether you like it or not. The good words and the bad words are bringing to you what you have. So if you cannot say something good, teach me, O Lord, and I'll be quiet. Show me where I've been wrong. Can you pray that prayer? Show me where I've been wrong. I believe that if you will say that to the Lord, show me where I've been wrong, and really mean it, and meditate on it, God will reveal to you exactly what you need to change. It is time for you to make a change. Now, the devil and devils all get their power from people's speech. Period. The end. The devil has no power in this earth. Evil has no power in this earth. Let's talk about media. And I only have a couple minutes before we go to break. But just media. So here comes a bad storm. And they're going to tell you this storm is going to be the most awful storm you've ever seen in your life. And yes, it's great to be prepared. But what, are they, what is happening? Every single person is repeating what the media says. A Christian ought to be speaking to the storm, as Jesus did, and say, quiet, be still. But no, what we're all doing is repeating what the media says. So if someone controls the media and they can get you saying things against about the government or about a particular person and you listen to them, you listen to them and you do, they have complete control. Who do you think is controlling the media? The devils, the devils of this earth, principalities principalities and powers have been assigned to rule all those seven mountains. All seven mountains are ordered and, and organized by devils. And if those principalities that are running those mountains can get you to believe it and you to say it, remember, nothing happens without your speech. Nothing. The devils get their power. So if they have a plan, Okay, if they have a plan to do something, they need to get as many believers saying it as possible. As many people in the earth repeating it as possible. They can't pull it off without you saying it. And then comes along one Christian who takes the Word of God and binds every demonic assignment and it knocks their system right to heck. That's 
how it works. So if you're listening and repeating what the media says, if you're listening and repeating what evil people say, then you are cooperating with the devils of this world. Listen, the devils are here to take it over. But guess what? The Christians are here to take it over. Read Genesis, go into all the world and take it over. We're going to commercial break. I'm excited. How are we going to do that? With our praise and our speech. We'll be right back. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. Broadcasting live from historic West Norriton Township. This is AM 1180. AM 1180. WFYL. King of Prussia. Philadelphia. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. And we're back. And as you can tell, if you were listening, <clears throat> I get a little wound up. <clears throat> I get a little excited. But I'm under an anointing from the Lord. And I know you probably are someone who can be under that as well. And it's time. The church, <clears throat> it's time. It's just time to wake up. So I, I was talking about <clears throat> the fact that you and I are witnessing right now things that are never good on this planet. The evil of this world has come to a head. You know, white never looked whiter until it's next to black, until it's next to darkness. And what I want to say to you is right now, it's time for the church to shine. It's time for the church to be the church. Now, I was saying before we went to break, the devils get their power from people's speech. That is an absolute fact. Proverbs 18.21 The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. The power of life and death is in your tongue. Your tongue. What are you going to do when you face God and say, Why didn't you... Help me here. And he says, I couldn't because your tongue was stout against me. That your tongue had more power in this earth to stop me. And I couldn't legally get to you what I wanted. But you're God. Yeah, I'm God, he says. But I also have rules and legally must abide by them. And I can't break those rules for you. I gave you the keys to the kingdom. I gave you the power of life and death. And you, that's what he's going to say to us, and you didn't use them. You laid them down and religiously repeated things that were meaningless while you were burned in a fire. So what can God do? He's trying to get through to each one of us. And that's the purpose of wanting to be all in with the Lord. And if you're just joining us, that's what this program is. How to be all in. 
with the Lord. You can sit there and you can grind your teeth in fear. You can, you can tell us how awful this world is. Wars, rumors of wars, people that are being hurt. And as Christians in a free country, if you're not on your knees praying and speaking God's word, taking dominion over your little world or wherever it is you function, then you are the one who's responsible. That's right, you. Now, God will forgive you, but he will also make sure you're aware that you participated in allowing the evil to take over. You might be someone who said, well, the last election wasn't fair. Doesn't matter. The church, where were you? If every Christian would have voted for what God said to vote for, there wouldn't have been no unfairness. If you as a Christian simply do what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do, in 24 hours, this world will straighten out. Now listen, I don't expect every Christian going to listen to this message and all of a sudden change. I get that. But if you're listening to this message and you get somewhat excited, then it's time for you to learn more. The power of life and death is in your tongue. And the tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruit. What does that mean? You'll eat either fruit of life or the fruit of death. People walk, I, you know, it's sad because, I, I mean, listen, you talk to people, yeah, it's really tough, man. I have no way of understanding how I'm going to make it through. It's really gotten, and there are people, people now that are, lost their businesses through COVID and other things. They're really depressed. You're a Christian. Go help them. Go pray with them. Go hold their hand and encourage them. Or better yet, go give them some money. Oh, I don't have money to give. Get some. You've heard me say that before. If you're a believer, what are you believing for? Well, I'm retired. I'm on an income. What? You get off the fixed income. Take the money, sow some seed, and watch the Lord fill your for your bank account. Because that's what he did, does. Everything you sow, sowing and reaping, is how the kingdom works. I'm excited. I'm telling you, we are in a moment. So how do we stay good during these moments? How do we prepare for what's happening around us? First of all, put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the devil's schemes. How do you do that? What is the armor of God? Have you ever done that? Some of you listening know exactly what I'm talking about. But are you using it? The number one thing to put on is the breastplate of righteousness. What does that mean? That means you're worthy to stand before God. Why? Not because of anything you did, but because of what Jesus did. And every morning I trade in my unrighteous self for his righteousness. And I put on the righteousness of God. I am in Christ. Therefore, now I am made righteous. I have repented every morning. I've repented of all that I do wrong. And I know that God no longer holds it against me. And I'm under the righteousness of God. Then I gird my loins with the gospel of truth. Truth is the only thing I want coming out of my core. The truth of God. Then I put on my feet the boots which are the preparation of the gospel of peace, which means wherever I go, I want to bring peace, not turmoil. And then the helmet of salvation. That means my mind can't be crushed by the devil because he can't tell me what awful thing I've done because I'm under salvation. I have been redeemed. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. 
I am redeemed. And then the shield of faith. What's that for? To quench every fiery dart that the wicked one tries to bring against you. What's a fiery dart? It's a thought. It's an evil thought. It's a, it's a fearful thought. It's a wicked thought. It is a thought that wants you to crumble for your knees to cave. It's a thought. And here we have the shield of faith. And how does that work? We believe in Jesus, the Christ, that he will deliver us from every evil of this present world. So we quench those by casting those thoughts down and casting down all imaginations that try to exalt themselves above the word of God. That's what the shield of faith does. It quenches all the fiery darts. Then we take the sword, which is God's holy word, and we go forth to conquer over every circumstance and every situation that we come up against be with the sword, the word. Now, do you don't know the word? Then you're not using the sword. You've, a religious statement is not the word. Every single word of God. Now, Bible tells us absolutely that God's word never returns void. So if you use God's word as speech out of your mouth, it will go to work at the quantum, quantum level to create and manifest things that are coming from an invisible world into the visible world for you to enjoy. I know when I say manifest, it scares the heck out of some Christians. They think, oh my God, he's going on. Manifestation of the kingdom of God is what we all want. Manifestation of victory. Manifestation of health. Manifestation of wealth. Manifestation. How does it come? It comes by you and I using the rules of the kingdom to help it manifest. God created you in his image and likeness, and he used the same rules to create the universe. He used the same rules to speak light be, and light began to and continues to exist at the rate of 186,000 miles per second. Come on! Manifestation of victories is what you need in your life. Manifestations, how to manifest it, taking the word of God. So you put on the armor. That is what we do. Put on the full armor. If you're not putting it on, you're not even in the battle. Take the word and speak it with authority. Why? Because you know that you know that you know that the God who created you, the God who loves you, the God who sent Jesus the Christ to get you, to get you back, has now given you the keys to the kingdom to use your speech and believe what you say, to manifest what you want so that you can look at your life and say, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. That's how it works. That's how it works. But to the degree that you believe is the degree that you'll receive. I know tons of people that I love them. They're believers and they'll go to heaven. Gotcha. But they are not living in victory. They're living like wandering people, wandering in the desert, like they're not sure what God is going to do. We have to pray for God's will, you know. God, read the new covenant. 
It is a covenant. It is a testament. It is what He wants for you. It is a blood covenant. A blood covenant. And that covenant guarantees that He will not desert you. That Jesus came to get you. And He came to shake you and wake you up and say, come on, let's go. Take authority over this world. Help us to play the seventh trumpet. The seventh one. Ooh, the seventh trumpet is about to play. Are you going to be in it? Are you going to be part of it? Are you going to have your name written in an episode of when it plays so that forever, throughout eternity, you can say, I was there. I was there when the when we took over the earth and we did it in the name of Jesus. We're not talking about violence here, but the, the, the violent take it, right? We talking about spiritual strength, spiritual strength. That's what we're talking about. We are talking about the word of God. You know, <clears throat> people have an immune system that God gave them, which works night and day, by the way, to protect you. Now, Satan's definitely after that immune system. He wants to knock it apart. But you also have a spiritual immune system. You have a spirit, you have been given a spiritual wall, a spiritual protection that if you will believe it and understand it, it will material, it'll manifest around you. It's an aura. It is a, a shield. And go read Job. Satan came and said, you have a wall of protection around this guy. Listen, you have that wall. It is a spiritual immune system that will enable you to have victory if you believe it exists. Well, you know, the only way Satan can win these days is to get you to stop praying, get you to stop believing, get you to start believing all this other critter crap that's out there. And if he can get you to say it, then he has, his kingdom is manifesting even though you don't believe it manifests, his is manifesting. And right now, you are witnessing the manifestation of Lucifer's kingdom in this earth <clears throat> by having all the stuff going on in wars and, and people damaged and kids upset and they don't know what to do and suicides at a high, all new level. That is the kingdom of Lucifer manifesting in front of your eyes. What are you going to do about it? As a Christian, you better have a plan. And the plan is the word of God. The plan is the name of Jesus. The plan is to pray. The plan is to get more fervent than you ever have before, than you ever have been before. What are you, 50 years old, 60 years old, 70, 80, 90, 100? Doesn't matter. God needs you now. Armies for Jesus. Take over this planet with the word of God. With the word of God. All you've got to do is control your speech. Take the word. Speak it. This world is about to change. America is coming back to the cross. All things are working together for good because we trust in the Lord. Stop repeating the news. Stop repeating the evil. Stop repeating it. Stop it. Stop it. As a Christian, no more. You have no license to do it. You're working against the kingdom. Does that sound crazy? Let me tell you something. I'm the easy guy telling you, wait till you reach God's throne and he shows you what you contributed to the evil of this world. There's no time to retire. There's no time to lay up, as golfers would say. There's no time to lay down and do nothing. There's no time to run and hide. It's time to be a believer. It's time to stand up 
for the body of Christ. Let me, let me read something to you here. This is Daniel 6, 7 through 10. So the royal administrators, the government, right? The perf- prefects, the satraps, advisors, and governors, all the leaders of his time have all agreed that the king should issue and enforce the decree. So they're about to make a law. They're about to make a law to make something illegal. That's what they do today. This Satan's big, this is not new for him. Make a law and then people will have to follow it. So listen, the royal, they all got together and they agreed that the king should issue an edict and enforce the decree that anyone who prays to any God or human being during the next 30 days, except for the king, you can pray to the king, your majesty shall be thrown into the lion's den. They made it a law. Now your majesty issue the decree, put it in writing so that it cannot be altered in accordance with the law of the Medes and the Persians, which cannot be repealed. So King Darius, listening to all of the Supreme Court, all of the states, all of the governors, all of the, of all the leaders of his world said, okay, I'm the king. Yes, I'll do that. I'll put it in writing. Now, when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he waited. When he heard it was published, he waited till it was published. He went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened towards Jerusalem. Three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God just as he had done before. Every day, three times a day, Daniel would open those windows and pray over Jerusalem. Now they published a law. He waited till it was published. He opened the windows and prayed out loud so everyone could hear him singing praises to God. Wow. He, he, once the law was, he did not let that law stop him from praising God. <coughs> Excuse me. And what do you think happened? You go read the rest of the story. They came and got him and said, King, he violated the rule. Throw him into the lion's den. And if you, you should know the story, but he came out of there praising God because the lions wouldn't eat him. But they threw others in, all the people that accused him, and the lions did eat them. I'm telling you, it's time to be, where are all the Daniels? It's time to pray. I don't separation of church and state. Whoever heard of such a ridiculous statement? It isn't a law. It isn't a fact. It's misinterpreted. And the Christians sit there, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? You can't separate who you are as a believer from anything that you do. You can't. You can't. And do you know, in the early days, you couldn't even get government funding in a school unless you taught the Bible. It was Benjamin Franklin that published the Bibles in the schools, and government funded it. Government funded the schools as long as they taught from the Bible. That's how upside down and backwards this has become. This is not what the forefathers wrote. It is not the separation of it. It is absolutely not. Go read it. I'm not going to dignify it by even going through it. If you don't know that by now, and you're a Christian, you are a religious 
Christian that doesn't even care to know the truth. Go find out the truth. Okay, so now here in Daniel 10.10, a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. He said, Daniel, you who are highly esteemed, consider carefully the words I'm about to speak to you and stand up for I have now been sent to you. And when he said this to me, I stood up trembling. Then he continued, do not be afraid. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. But the prince of Persian kingdom resisted me 21 days. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. Now I have come to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future, for the vision concerns a time yet to come. While he was saying to me, while he was saying this to me, I bowed my my face toward the ground and was speechless. Then one who looked like a man touched my lips, and I opened my mouth and began to speak. I said to the one standing before me, I am overcome with anguish because of the vision, my Lord, and I feel very weak. How can I, your servant, talk with you, my Lord? My strength is gone, and I can hardly breathe. Again, the one who looked at like a man touched me and gave me strength. Do not be afraid, you who are highly esteemed. He said, Peace, be strong, be strong. God is saying that to you and I right now. Don't be afraid. Peace. Be strong. When he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, Speak, my Lord, since you have given me strength. So he said, Do you know that I have come to you? Soon I will return to fight against the prince of Persia. And when I go, the prince of Greece will come. Here's the deal. Don't be afraid. Don't let your knees buckle. Daniel was a great example of how you and I are supposed to be acting in this day. We are supposed to rise up. The wicked spirits in heavenly places are assigned by Satan to run the government, which is another group, another mountain, and we are to take it over. Yes, run for office if you're called to, but prayer people, let's go. Let's pray. I don't care who's in office. Speak over them. Pray over them. Bind the spiritual forces. Dispatch the angels of God. Use prayer. Prayer. Satan puts people who have no clue in place to run everything. They're clueless. That doesn't make them bad people. They just don't know. Satan has been working for years while the Christians have been resting in a free country that they don't have to work so hard to get what they want. The last few years have been not that bad. You know, we live for a free cut, but now God's calling on you. He's saying, come on, get these people. Satan has put these people in control of the seven mountains. It is time to cast them down. Cast down the leadership that is controlling these mountains. Pray every day, diligently, binding, breaking, and casting them down. Now, Mark 3.27, demons are trying to run America. That's what's going on. Demons are trying to run this country. It's going bad because demons are running it. It's time for the body of Christ to help the seventh trumpet come to play. Okay? Mark 3.27, in fact, 
No one can enter a strong man's house without first tying him up. Then he can plunder the strong man's house. All right, here's the answer. We got to bind every principality, power, and ruler of the darkness that Satan has placed in these places of leadership. You say, what can I do? Open your windows towards Jerusalem and pray out loud in the name that's above every name, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Jesus, the Christ, and bind every satanic leadership person that has been placed in these places that are causing the government, the media, home, family, business, all of seven mountains to be disrupted by Satan's hate speech, by Satan getting people to speak words that cause this earth to manifest what he wants. It is time for the body of Christ to speak God's words and manifest what God wants in this world. This is the day that God has made you for. This is the day, a call to action for the believers, the body of Christ. This is the day for the armies of Christ to rise, to rise, not with guns, but with words. Take the word of God as the sword. Put on your armor. Know that you're righteous and use God's word and speak it all over this earth. Speak it in your home. Speak it over your children. Speak it in your schools. Speak it on your every area of your life until God manifests because he will. God will always, always, always see to it that his word never returns void. At the quantum level, at the spiritual level, at the physical level, the Lord is about to return. God is coming. Will you be on his side? Will you stand up and be counted for? Will you be the one he can count on? Now is the time for you to say, I want to be, stand. I want to stand with the Lord. We praise the Lord. We thank you, Jesus, that you're with us and we can stand with you. Another day, another hour has gone. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. Till next all in. See you then. It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time.